Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for our Bible study and our time of ministry in the Word of God. I trust God that you are doing well, you and your loved ones, that all is well with you. God is so good. Um, it's a great time to be alive. I know that the Spirit of God is moving all across the earth. We are so privileged to be a part of that move. And what a mighty blessing. What a great God we serve. I trust you are enjoying this season and that you are taking advantage of everything that the Lord has made available um, to us um, in this season of the year, in these times. Um, we, we, we can hardly get enough of God. He's so good. He's so faithful. He's so kind. Truly, um, he's filled our lives with good things, with great things, and laughter and joy. And wow, what a glory. What a glory. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. We, um, in our series of Bible studies, which we've been running for a few months now, we have been studying um, this concept, this theme of guarantees for success and divine guidance through the Holy Spirit. We've come some ways and the Lord has really helped us and pumped up and ready to go tonight. I hope you are. I hope you have your, your Bibles or whatever devices you use in accessing the Word of God. I hope you have some ways to take some notes. I'm, I'm always very excited at the opportunity um, to get around the Word of God with the saints. And, and I never take it for granted. This is such an awesome opportunity, a glorious, glorious opportunity. And, and I hope that you take full advantage of this opportunity as well. So make sure you have something to take notes or at least remember anything that the Holy Spirit ministers to you that maybe strikes you in a different way. It's not necessarily um, anything that I say in, in the way that I say it. But as the Word of God goes forth, uh, the Holy Spirit has a way of taking that word and using it to impart life to his people. And we were super excited tonight um, to be able to enjoy that blessing again. Whatever platform you are joining us on, wherever you are in the world, I thank you. I thank you and I bless you in the name of Jesus. I pray that the hands of the Lord might continually be upon you and your family and that everything that God has ordained for you will become a living, manifested reality in your life in Jesus' mighty name. Uh, let's share a word of prayer and let's get into the word of God tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. We thank you for your goodness, your loving kindness, your mercies. We thank you, God, for everything you have ordained for us in this season. We are so thankful, Father, for your mighty hands that are upon our lives. I thank you, Lord, for my brothers and sisters, everyone that is under the sound of my voice tonight, everyone that is joining us for this time around your word. 
I pray your blessings upon them. I pray, Father God, that they will come into great fulfillment and in times of manifestation um, concerning everything that the Holy Spirit has been ministering to us. Uh, I pray, Father, that tonight will not be any different, Lord, that you think through my mind and speak through my vocal cords. I pray, God, that you grant us understanding hearts. Help us to incline our ears and our hearts to the word of God tonight. I give you all the glory and I give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much again for joining us tonight. Um, Guarantees for success and divine guidance through the Holy Spirit. Our theme scriptures, of course, 2 Samuel chapter 23 and verse 5. 2 Samuel chapter 23 and verse 5 in the New Living Translation. Um, This is David. David. Hallelujah. He said, um, is it not my family that God has chosen? Yes, he has made an everlasting covenant with me. His agreement is arranged. And guaranteed in every detail, he will ensure my safety and my success. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, the the Bible says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Hallelujah. There's a translation that says, if you do that, you meditate the word of God and and meditate it day and night, and don't let that word depart out of your mouth, and that you are careful to observe, to do according to all that is written therein. It says that you will deal wisely in the affairs of life, and you will have good success. Well, that is your portion. That is the will of God for you. And in the book of Third John, Third John and verse 2, right here the Bible says, um, Beloved, I wish, this is the King James, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. I like the Living Bible version. It says, Dear friend, I am praying that all is well with you and that your body is as healthy as I know your soul. Is. Pray that all is well with you. That's really what success is. To succeed is to turn out well in life. In every season of your life, every season of our lives, to turn out well. And um, the Lord has really, really, really helped us. Um, over the last few weeks, um, the main thrust and most of what we have been studying has been um, related to grace, the abundant labor, 
that meets grace to produce um, um, opportunity manifestations and success in our lives. And we have been studying in depth in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10 in the King James. The Apostle Paul, he says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am or who I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. The Amplified Version is a bit long, longer than that, but I want to read it as well. It says, but by the grace, the unmerited favor and blessing of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not found to be for nothing, fruitless and without effect. In fact, I worked harder than all of them, he says. That is all the other apostles. Though it was not really I, but the grace, the unmerited favor and blessing of God, which was with me. We've said this line quite a number of times. When abundant labor meets grace, when grace meets abundant labor, then opportunities, opportunities um, explode. They, they, are, they, they are created. Manifestations happen and, and success is created. Opportunity explodes. Truly, when grace meets abundant labor in our lives, <laughs> it is truly amazing what that can produce when grace meets abundant labor. Truly, opportunity will explode. And grace is so awesome, it's so powerful. And when we embrace the grace of God, when we, um, when we maximize the grace of God in our lives, there's a lot of things that that grace will accomplish. It is God's grace that's given to us that helps us and enables us to find direction in life. It helps us to labor in the right way. It helps us to walk. It helps us to endure difficulties on our journey. And it helps us to succeed and prosper. When when we take the grace of God, um, life is so unpredictable. There's so many twists and turns. But grace has been given to us. Grace, remember in that scripture in Zechariah chapter 4, where, where the Bible says it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And, 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 then, and, and then it says, who are you, O mountain? Before Zerubbabel, um, you, you will be made plain. And, and then he says that his hands that laid the foundation would also complete it. But there somewhere he says they'll be, they'll be saying grace, grace, grace to it. The grace of God that is released into our lives 
is truly what enables us to fulfill God's purpose, to arrive at our destiny, at our destination, to accomplish everything that God created us to accomplish, to be able to endure difficulties, adversities that come on our way tonight. Uh, we will we will spend some time talking about adversity and talking about how to stand and just the promises of God and, and, and a number of things from the Word of God about adversity and how adversity can actually be a launching pad um, to the great adventures that God has created for us and the success that we all crave in our lives. Look at that. He says, he answered and said unto me, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts, who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof, with shoutings, crying, grace, grace upon him. He'll bring forth the headstone thereof, with shoutings, crying, grace, grace unto it. It is grace that enables us to fulfill the word of God, to fulfill the will of God, to perform to the uttermost everything that our lives were created to become. It is the grace of God. Truly, like Paul said in 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians, I believe that's chapter 12, the grace of God is sufficient. The grace of God is always sufficient. It is grace that really enables us to succeed. Somewhere, I remember during our lessons, we have said this, success is the work of grace. Success is the work of grace. Everything begins with success. So it is with grace, I must say. Everything begins with grace. So it is so important and so crucial that we become adept at maximizing the grace of God that he releases to us in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm so excited about some of the things that we're entering into um, beginning in this service. Talking about adversity and opportunity. I want to take a moment, first of all, um, because I'm going to be talking a bit about adversity. It is strongly in my heart to encourage God's people, encourage the saints, um, to encourage you to speak a word of strength and a word of comfort to you. Um, I don't know where you are in life and I don't know what you're going through, um, but all of us, at some point or the other, will encounter adversity. Adversity is really an ingredient. If we treat it right, adversity is supposed to be an ingredient that enables us to achieve success. So one of the abundant labors that we must engage in is is that, is that commitment and that steadfastness to persevere through adversity, to stand and advance in our lives, continue to advance in our lives through seasons of adversity. If you are going through 
a difficult season. Um, or if you are making plans and you have dreams to move forward, these sets of teachings over the next couple of weeks or so um, will be extremely important for you. All of us should pay attention. Somebody may say, well, yeah, thank you for saying that, but I'm not really going through any adversity right now. Life is good. Everything is great. I'm fine. That's good. Praise God. But you need to pay attention to this because sooner rather than later, all of us will go through seasons of adversity. Life may be going great for you right now, maybe excellent in every sense of it. That's awesome. But at some point or the other, all of us will hit roadblocks, will come across adversity and difficulties, challenges that that will, will sometimes um, will take our faith to task. So I need you to pay a lot of attention um, over this. Well, I always want you to pay attention anyways, but I would like you to pay a lot of good attention over these next few um, teachings or services, Bible study services and sessions as we um, just delve into the different aspects of adversity. But before we begin, I want to encourage your heart out of the Word of God, especially I want to speak to people that are going through a trying season in their lives. Success is within your reach. Please, don't allow the cloud of difficulty, the cloud of failure, the cloud of disappointment to um, distract you from the pursuit of success. And I want to encourage you, don't let the cloud um, discourage you in any way. Success is well within your reach. And praise God for adversity. Thank God for difficult situations that we all go through. But I don't want you, I want to encourage you, don't focus on it. I want you to focus on the promise of the Lord. The promise of the Lord. Several years ago, I saw a writing, somebody designed, I think it was a t-shirt or something. Uh, what you see when you focus um when you focus on on obst what you see when you uh, when you f fail to focus on the right things or something like that is are obstacles. I think that's what he said. It might be something different from that, but but the point of it is focus is so important. So even though you may be going through a difficult stretch, what has your focus? will determine your eventual outcome. Whatever has your focus, whatever you focus on. If you focus on that adversity to the point where you lose sight of your goal, then you'll be buried in it. 
But if you focus on the goal, especially as a child of God, if you focus, keep your focus on the word of God and his eternal promises, then you will arrive. That storm, that difficulty, that adversity will not stop you. You will arrive at your God-ordained destination. You will get there. No matter how long that adversity has lasted, no matter how long you've been dealing with whatever you are dealing with, it won't last. It will not last, I guarantee you, on the authority of the word of God. Adversity will not last forever. It has an expiration date. Our assignment, our our mandate, our responsibility is we must stand. We must stand and continually advance through adversity until the smoke clears and until success emerges on our journey. Can somebody say amen to that? In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, Apostle Paul says, There has no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able, but he will with the temptation also make a way to escape so that you may be able to bear it. Let's read that from the Amplified because it's long, it's very long, but I really like the way it brings out some things out of that promise, that scripture. It says, for no temptation, no trial. So that's what adversity is. It's a temptation, it's a trial, it's a difficulty. No trial regarded as enticing to sin, no matter how much, how it comes or where it leads, has overtaken you and laid hold on you that is not common to man. That is, he says, he says, no trial. Listen to this. He says, no trial, no temptation, no trial that comes to us is not common to man. No temptation or trial has come to you that is beyond human resistance and that is not adjusted and adapted and belonging to human experience. Well, that is so long. But all he's saying is, whatever it is you are dealing with, it's common. That means somebody else has dealt with it before. It is common to the human experience. There's nothing that any of us deals with that somebody somewhere isn't also dealing with right now. Or somebody somewhere hasn't already dealt with and overcome. That means if it is common to the human experience, then we can overcome it. We can make it out of it. We can be delivered from it. That's what it means. It means it's not defining. It's not ultimately defining in our lives. Hallelujah. Listen to it. It says, there is 
is no temptation. There is no temptation or trial has come to you that is not adjusted and adapted and belonging to the human experience and such as man can bear. So you can bear it. He says, but God is faithful to his word and to his compassionate nature. And he can be trusted not to let you be tempted and tried and assayed beyond your ability and strength of resistance and power to endure. But with the temptation, he will always also provide the way out, the means of escape to a landing place so that you may be capable and strong and powerful to bear up under it patiently. God is faithful to his word. God is faithful to his word. You can count on him. God is working with you through it. He will never leave you and he will never forsake you. But most importantly, he will carry you through and make a way of escape out of that difficulty, out of that adversity. He will provide the way out, the means of escape to a landing place so that you may be capable and strong and powerful to bear up under it patiently. God will make a way for you. And somebody say that God will make a way for me. Say like you believe it. Say God will make a way for me. Hallelujah. It's going to get better. There will be a turnaround. Hallelujah. I'm coming through it. I'm not going to be buried in it. I'm going to come through it. And when I come through it, there's a landing place that God has prepared for me. When I arrive at that landing place, the pathway to my success will already be there. Amen. Amen. I, I, I strongly want to encourage you. Remember three major things about this. That adversity is common to the human experience. Two, God is faithful. I'm going to add this. You are able. God is faithful. You are able. And the last thing, there is a way out. And he will help you find it. Hallelujah. I know I used to stick with three over the years. It's common to the human experience. God is faithful. There is a way out. Yes, that's awesome. But I want to add to that. Whatever you are going through is common to the human experience. That's one. Number two, you are able. You are able to overcome it. Number three, God is faithful. He will be with you through it. He will carry you through it and take you out to a landing place. And number four, there is a way of escape. There is a way of escape and you will find it. There is a way of escape and you will find it. Adversity will not last forever. Somebody say that with me. Adversity will not last forever. No matter how strong it seems, there's no storm. There is no storm that will blow forever. 
No matter how difficult, no matter how strong that storm is, there is no storm that will last forever. None. It is impossible for any storm of life to last forever. Every storm, every difficulty, every adversity has an expiration date. Glory to God. And part of what we are studying in this series of lessons tonight, over the next couple of weeks, as we talk about divine guidance for success and guarantees for success and all of that, is that as difficult as times of adversity may be in our lives, God actually can help us stand through those difficult seasons and help us advance through them and arrive at our next wealthy place. God can help us advance through them and arrive at our next wealthy place, our place of goodwill, our place of joy, our place of promotion, our place of healing, our place of restoration, our place of success, our place of new beginnings. God can help us. God can help us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to read in Psalm 66. Glory be to God. Psalm 66 and verse 10. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 66 and verse 10. Glory be to God. I remember several years ago, I was ministering on this particular scripture. Um, It was a Sunday service, a Sunday morning service, and I was preaching and ministering under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. There happened to have been in that service on that particular morning a particular couple. (laughs) And this couple had been to hell and back. There were circumstances they had dealt with in their lives. Truly, um, if anyone ever is aware of the details of what that couple went through, it would be truly amazing how their lives eventually turned out. I remember they were in that service, and after the service, they walked back to my office to speak with me. And they said the Lord spoke to them so powerfully in that service. First of all, they wanted me to know that that scripture accurately described their experience over the last several months. They had literally been to hell and back. And they were telling me in that service, their hearts were so encouraged by that scripture and by the promises in the message, in the word of God, that they were looking forward to the great future. They were looking forward to being out of that place of adversity. Well, I can, I can safely report to you, it's, been, it's definitely been well over 10 years, and I'm so excited, I'm so happy that truly God's word has been fulfilled in the life of that couple. That couple lives in the state of Texas right now, and truly you couldn't recognize them. You could not possibly recognize them. Their lives, their story is just, is, is, is what the Lord has done in their lives is truly amazing. Let's read that scripture, Psalm 66, verse 10. And you know, God is no respecter of persons. What he does for one, he will do for another. 
God doesn't show preferential treatment. Whatever God has made available to any of us, he's able to do for all the other ones amongst us. So the story of that couple, as awesome, as amazing as that story is, God did it. And what God did for them, he can do for you. He can do for me. God isn't limited. That's not the last time God showed up in some human situation on the earth. What God did for them, he can do for you and he can do for me. As a matter of fact, let's make a statement of faith. Beyond anything that God has done for anyone, God will do for you and bring to pass the desires of your heart in Jesus' mighty name. Can you say that over yourself? Beyond anything that the Lord has done for anyone, any one of his people, any one of his children, God will do for you and he will fulfill the desires of your heart and bring you to the place of your dreams. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 66 and verse 10. It says, For thou, O God, hast proved us. You have tried us as silver is tried. You brought us into the net. You laid affliction upon our loins. Now I want you, I know I've got to say this because I know many times when we read scriptures like this, especially in the Old Testament, you you see how he talks about God did this. And when he talks about God laying affliction on his people or God is, he's really saying it in a permissive sense. It's not like God himself took affliction and put it on his people. God doesn't have any affliction to put on. But it's, it's in a permissive sense that the Lord allowed us to walk through a certain road. It's like when David the psalmist said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. Well, you can, you can almost also interpret that as though God sent me to the valley of the shadow of death. No, it's in a permissive sense, right? God allowed us to walk through the valley of the shadow of death for our good, for our own good. He's a good God. He's a good God. God never, God never ever allows anything to happen to his children that is not for their benefit or for their better outcome. It is God never, God will never allow you or me or any of his other children to go through anything that is not for our benefit or for our better outcome. It, it just will never happen. Now there are times when we go through things either by virtue of we just were not aware of what we were doing and we fell into a trap or we um, somehow or the other, you know, uh, we fell prey to the work of the enemy because we were not paying attention or, or maybe by mistakes we made um, certain things came into our lives um, that really shouldn't have been, or whatever else. There's so many reasons why adversity comes. But one of the most important things we're studying tonight, regardless of how adversity comes, remember in that scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, we saw that it says, no matter how it comes, no matter how it comes, God is able to make a way out of it. He's able to make a way of escape. No matter how it comes, no matter what the origin, no matter how it 
plays out, no matter the root of it, whatever the case, no matter how it came into existence, right? See what? No temptation or trial regarded as, regarded as enticing to sin, no matter how it comes. That's the Amplified. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No matter how it comes or where it leads. No matter how it comes or how or where it leads. God is able. God is faithful. And is able to carry us through it. And make a way out. A way of escape. And take us to a landing place. Look at what he says here in Psalm 66 and verse 10. For thou, O God, has proved us. Thou hast tried us as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the net. Thou laid affliction upon our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. Oh. But thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. You caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But you have brought us out into a wealthy place. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Went through fire and went through water, but you have brought us out into a wealthy place. Listen to the amplified version of that scripture. It says, you cause men to ride over heads. This is verse 12. I'm going to read that from verse, from verse, from verse 10. Let's, let's read in the Amplified from verse 10. Glory to God. For you, O God, have proved us. You have tried us as silver is tried, refined and purified. You brought us into the net, the prison fortress, the dungeon. You laid a heavy burden upon our loins. Remember, all in a permissive sense. Verse 12. You caused men to ride over our heads when we were prostrate. We went through fire and through water, but you brought us out into a broad, moist place to abundance and refreshment and the open air. Hallelujah. You brought us out. God brought us out. He's done it again and again before and he's going to do it again and again. He's brought us out before and he's going to bring us out again. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Oh, glory to God. I really love it in the message translation. The message translation. He says, this is verse 12. I'm just going to read verse 12. Road tested us. Inside and out. Took us to hell and back. Finally, he brought us to this well-watered 
place. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Road tested us inside and out. Took us to hell and back. Finally, he brought us to this well-watered place. You may feel like you are going through hell right now. You may feel like you are being road tested inside and out. You may feel like you are being dragged through the, the ringer of life and you may feel like every part of your life is just going upside down. You've lost total control. You almost have no say so. You almost don't know when or where things get better. But notice it says here, he took us to hell and back. And finally, he brought us to this well-watered place. God will bring you to your well-watered place. I said God will bring you to your well-watered place in the name of Jesus. No matter what you've gone through, no matter what you've dealt with, no matter where you are in your life today, God will bring you to your own well-watered place. Your dreams will come alive again. Hallelujah. Your hopes will rise up again. Whatever was dead will come back to life. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will bring restoration. Doors will open unto you afresh. In the name of Jesus, there will be a new day for you. Weeping may have lasted through the night, but joy is coming in your morning time. Can somebody say amen? I love also the contemporary English version of that scripture. It says, you sent war chariots to crush our skulls. We traveled through fire and through floods, but you brought us out to a land of plenty. You brought us out to a land of plenty. There are good days ahead of you. There are days of celebration ahead of you. No matter how difficult, how many disappointments you've received, no matter how many doors you've knocked upon that have not been opened unto you, there are days of joy ahead of you. There are days of celebration ahead of you. Oh, glory be to God, there's good news coming to you from distant lands and from nearby, n- nearby lands. God is, God is turning things around for you. God is turning things around. Some good things are ahead of you, just ahead of you, just ahead of you. Can somebody receive this and say amen? Glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me wind down this service tonight. I'm going to pick it up um, wherever I stop next week by God's grace. We're just getting into it. We're just getting into it. How to stand and advance through adversity and make it to our landing place of success. How to stand and advance when things are not going right, when things are not going well. Things do, success means things are turning out well, but there are times when they are not turning out well. They are not looking well. 
they are not, they are not feeling well. Adversity can be sickness, it can be physical um, um, anomalies, it can be mental problems, it can be relationship issues, it can be problems and affliction in our lives, in our finances, in our careers, on our jobs, in our ministries, in our businesses, it can be difficulties and just, just lack of success and lack of open doors. In different areas of our lives, endeavors and aspirations not being fulfilled, adversities, all of these things are more. But the Lord can help us stand through all those difficult situations. And as he helps us stand through them, he can help us advance in destiny until we arrive at our landing place of success. <laughs> oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. It was uh, Abraham Lincoln. I know I've talked about him in some of our previous services, but I really like this quote from him. I haven't, I haven't read it before. I want to read it here. He said, uh, all successful people experience failure at some point. All successful people experience failure at some point. In fact, most of them began as failures, he said. Very little comes out right the first time. Failures, repeated failures, are fingerprints on the road to achievement. Failures, repeated failures, are fingerprints on the road to achievement. We uh, started out a few weeks ago when I started, we started ministering on this concept of adversity from that scripture in 1 Corinthians 16 and verse 9. Um, I want to close out there tonight. Where he said, A great door and effectual is open unto me. 1 Corinthians 16 verse 9. For a great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. Uh, in the Amplified it says, For a wide door of opportunity for effectual service has opened to me, and there a great and promising one, and there are many adversaries. It's a wide door of opportunity, but there are many adversaries. Remember I said this before, every opportunity has a difficulty and every difficulty has an opportunity if you are going through a difficulty in this season I came to remind you tonight that every difficulty has an opportunity 
we need to open our eyes. We need to tap into the grace of God. There's grace available. There's grace to help us find the opportunity in our adversity. There's grace to enable us stand and withstand and endure that adversity so that the opportunity in that adversity can be made manifest. Beloved, if you are going through adversity, season of difficulty, the Lord sent you this word tonight. That adversity will not last forever. But through it, God who is faithful, our Father, He will make a way out, a way of escape, and bring you to your next wealthy place, the next healing, the next opportunity, the next job, the next provision, the next miracle, the next restoration. It's just on its way to you. So stand and be of good cheer and all will be well in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you so much for your mighty presence. Thank you for your word that you spoke to us tonight. I thank you for my brothers and sisters, everyone under the sound of my voice and everyone that will receive this message after its minister tonight, cause this word to erupt in their spirit. Cause it to translate them out of whatever darkness they may be encountering and to bring them to their next wealthy place. Let this word also pour out. Let it, let it release a fresh Supernatural, supernatural portion of grace upon them. Let this word release upon them a fresh measure of supernatural grace so that they will not just be able to endure, but they will be able to find the rich, the wealth, the opportunity in the season where they are. And be able to come out to their next wealthy place. I give you all the glory, Father. I give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you, saints. Thank you so much for being with us tonight on this uh, this special service, glory to God, what a mighty blessing, what a great word, what a mighty presence of the Lord we've all felt here. I'm so excited about what the Lord has coming next. Thank you for being here tonight. I look forward to seeing you same time next week. God bless you. Good night. <laughs>